Welcome back to Sister Talk. I am your host, JM, and this is my co-host. I'm Tatiana. Um, today, we're going to be talking about love and what role that it plays in life. Obviously, love plays a huge role in everyone's life, so we're going to dive right into that today. Today, it is just me and JM. Um, as you guys know, every few episodes, we do just us. We just feel like this is more personal. So yeah, today, since we're talking about love, it's just going to be us too. I want to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker. Um, I wanted to ask JM, do you think people can experience more than one soulmate? Yes, I do. And I say that because sometimes I feel like, um, and when I think of soulmate, I just think of someone that gets you and is, is just perfectly for you. And it doesn't mean like it has to be like a male or female soulmate it could be like your best friend like it doesn't have to be a companion if that makes sense so I do believe so if that was the question um I think so too like you said I in my opinion I people think you can have more than one like romantic soulmate I don't even have more than one romantic soulmate but since you can't experience like a friendship as a soulmate and stuff like that I do think you can experience more than one soulmate in that sense in my opinion yeah the romantic part um you may think like you know how people be with someone and they think like oh that's the love of my life or whatever the case may be they may think in that moment that person then you may not it may not work out then you go to the next person like that but like I don't think romantically um you probably just had one soulmate and in a previous episode someone said that they feel like or it, it was said that a person run across their soulmate at least by the what when they're 20 something it was 27 yeah so I, I, you've met one or two of your soulmates that was right. the thing i kind of agree with that in a sense yeah and then I think like soulmate is like a heavy term. Like I feel like you could be with someone for years, you could love them, they could love you, you guys could, you know, live life together. And then, you know, you might experience like a different love that you feel like was your soulmate. Like I feel like you can love someone and just because you love that person and you know, that doesn't mean that you're like soulmate. It just means that you guys get along, you know, pretty well. Um, I have another icebreaker I wanted to ask what do you think is the difference from loving someone and being in love with someone okay so my definition I think because we are humans we are made to love so we naturally love everyone so to love someone is to just have love for them such as I love my sisters I love my friends and being in love means somewhat like connected where you two like like a person that gets each other and a person that you feel is made for you or understand you or whatever so like being in love with someone is like your romantic person you should be in love with them Oh, that's the definition for me. I feel like you can love anyone, but being in love with someone, it, it's, it's a lot to that. So it's a lot of components to being in love with someone opposed to just loving someone. Yeah, 
what about you? Um, I agree. I feel like it's not easy to love someone, but I feel like it's more common to have love with, have love for someone. Like you care about them, you want the best for them, um, and you love them. I feel like it's just a lot. It's a deeper meaning to be in love with someone. In my opinion, I feel like that's more romantically, or that is strictly for romantics. And it's like that person is like your person, so like you're in love with them. I feel like you have love for a lot of people. You know, you just be a caring person. I know this because I am one. So I just feel like it's it's way deeper and it's like more stuff that goes into like being in love. Okay, well, so let's talk about love language. A lot of people uh, don't understand the terms of love language and the different forms of love language and how do you want to be loved. And... Um, I could start off with just naming the different acts of love or the love language is affection, it's gifts, acts of what's the different like acts. Kind of, the most popular ones, I think there's like said to be a bunch of them, but the most like popular ones people talk about is words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts. Um, quality time and physical touch right so that's those are the most popular acts of love language so what do you believe your love language is and tell me how you feel that you will want to be loved if it's a lucky guy out there listening <laughs> okay so of like the five um Maybe acts of service. I feel like acts of service is like gonna communicate to you that the person like really, really like was listening to you. I feel like um, it could be like something like really little. Like if you always get coffee in the morning and have your coffee a certain way, if that person like brings you coffee or like for me, for instance, I usually make coffee like right when I get up and then I put it in the fridge for it to like cool off to like iced coffee. So if like one morning I woke up and my person had like, put made my coffee already and put it in the fridge or whatever like that would like I don't know I'd be like oh like pay attention to something and it's like really little but I, I like that type of stuff I just feel like it shows that like you're paying attention you're looking and you're just being thoughtful so I would say that for me that's probably mine and how would you describe how you would want to be loved I feel like all of them are important like some of all of them like obviously you need in a relationship but how I personally want to be loved I would wouldn't mind that like often because it shows me that you paid attention to me and then um also I want to throw in like some words of affirmation I feel like once you like in the beginning you talk to someone or whatever you know they're complimenting you they're telling you a bunch of something they might like about you they're they're courting you whatever and then you know and they might become comfortable and forget to communicate that they care about you and that you look nice today, that type of stuff. I feel like that is another thing that like I would want to keep um, alive with our relationship because um, I just feel like you don't want to forget about that, in my opinion. So that is something, another language I think is important and that I personally would want in my relationship. Um, for me, I would say my love language is definitely physical touch. I love 
like hugging, kissing. I'm a very affectionate person. And um, just to feel the warmth of my man hands is, you know, I love that. Um, and um, I like the thought of like the, um, what is it? What did you say your love language was? Acts of kindness? Yes. Huh? Acts of service. Acts of service. Like I wouldn't, I think I like that as well. I might have a lot. So I like that because like you said, it makes you feel like a person is is listening to you and also thinking of you without you even asking. Like I like when my man, like uh he don't eat me and him don't eat the same things for the most part, like candy wise or junk food wise. And for me to come to his house and I, he have that, that like make me bubble inside and it could be just a bag of m&ms or just anything like uh my favorite pop or whatever so i like that as well but i would say my main ones would be definitely physical touch and i love a good gift so <laughs> <laughs> you know getting gifts is uh just because it don't have to be like big gifts it could be just little stuff that they may have been in the mall and they thought of you. Like I, he's done that before. Like I didn't ask for it. I didn't know I wanted it, but him to get it and think of me like, oh, I thought you would look nice in this or this reminded me of you. That'd be nice. You know, I like stuff like that. So affection, I mean, physical touch and gifts. And what? the way, I'm sorry. I had a question for you. I was gonna say, what do you think that like you do most for your person? As far as love language wise? Yeah. Um, acts uh, of service. I feel like I tried to, like if he need me to get something from the grocery store or if he wants me to pick something up, I try to do things because um, not to put finances in it, but um, he makes way way more money than me so the things I, I can't really buy him the stuff he really want I could buy him the things he need or things he ain't thought of to grab or whatever so like acts of service is my most thing that I'll try to do for him I feel like he likes that um he said he like gifts <laughs> but he really don't so I don't know why he said that but because he doesn't want people to buy him, so he prefer money as gifts. So to me, that's not really in the line of gifts. What do you think? Um, I don't think money is like a gift. But I know I've said a bunch of times that I want money for gifts. But I was thinking like back to what you do. Um, I remember like a few, okay, maybe it wasn't a few months ago, probably a while ago. But I remember you like decorated his bathroom like, or helped him when you picked up decorations or whatever. And I thought that was really nice. Like, obviously, anybody could just, you know, decorate a bathroom. It's not that hard. It can be, like, pretty, like, inexpensive, you know? But I just thought that was, like, nice and thoughtful. Like, he got his bathroom done, so then she helped him decorate it. And I thought it was nice. Yeah. So I try to do stuff like that just to be, like, a helping hand. You know, knock things out that he don't have to worry about because I already feel like he got a lot on his plate. And like I said before, my financial situation, I can't do too much, but the things I can, do, I will do or whatever. And to uh, answer the question of how I want to be loved, just in case my man listening, he want to get new tips on how to love me. Um, 
I like, I just like to be thought of, considered, like, um, I love communication, like, if we having an issue, or if we not having an issue, just conversation with my person, just to get to know each other more, because I feel like people think, oh, I've been with this person, I know him like this, and that, and it's always things, we change, you know, like the seasons, things change in our life, our opinions change, our likes change, our dislikes change, so, I just really love communication. So uh, yeah, I like to talk. I like to ask questions. I like doing the little games from TikTok. I love like just getting to know my person more or whatever. So communication, consider me, think of me like when you're doing something, be like, think of JM. You know, you don't have to run stuff by me or nothing like that too much. But yeah, just think of me, consider me. I'm pretty easy to love, I feel like. Uh, you give me the same energy I give you, we gonna go well together. So that's pretty much it for me. Support me. I love the support of a person. Like just um, like with my businesses, um, he like my boyfriend, he likes all of my posts. Like even if I only got three likes I know that one of those likes on my business page is him so I really appreciate that so I like the support like with my uh clothing brand he wears it he rocks it with no problem and he does um he does like like expensive stuff so for him to like support and wear my stuff I appreciate it. I might not tell him that that much but I do appreciate it so yeah that's really cute okay. he does wear a lot of pure vision <laughs> back to love language do you think that couples or relationships work better if the couple has the same love language or do you believe in the opposite attracts what's your opinion on that um i feel like it could be really easy if couples have the same love language. Um, like if you're with physical touch and then your partner is physical touch and you guys both like that could work out pretty well. Um, I think if you have opposites, I still think it could work, but I think just like recognizing that your partner likes something else, um, just like making sure you implement that a little bit. Um, I think that's important because I know, like, I spoke to someone before where, like, they had no issue giving words of affirmation, like, for the duration that we, like, talked and stuff. And then the person I spoke to last wasn't really like that. So then sometimes it would leave me, like, wondering. So I would just think that, like, just being knowledgeable about, like, if it's not that important to you, you see that it's, like, important to them. Like, you've done it once or twice and made them, like, super duper happy. Like, just implementing that. I feel like it's not that difficult. So I feel like you don't have to be the same. Um, I just think you just have to like know the other person. I agree with you. I do think it'll be pretty, pretty easy for uh, couples to have the exact same love language because a lot of us mistake what we want is for what our partner wants in relationships. So if we both had the same thing, that conflict or issue wouldn't be a problem. But um, I don't think it's hard for a person to have different love language and work out. Um, like Tatiana stated, as long as it's being acknowledged and 
you know that a person wants some or it that's their love language if you love that person it shouldn't be an issue for you to implement that in y'all lifestyle or whatever so but I do think that'll solve a lot of people issues because people don't really be knowing each other so if people are the same <laughs> it'll be easy because you know what you want, so you just did giving out what you want it would be easy but I don't I just feel like that's taking the easier route out instead of working for a, a healthy good relationship and things that's good take time and hard dedication so I don't think it's it's a big deal to have different love languages and I like what you said about people like not really knowing each other we spoke about it like in depth in depth on our dating episode um, about the dating phase. So it's like if you date someone for about two to three months and you're supposed to be getting to know that person, I feel like two to three months is a good time to um, to learn what their love language is. So then at that point you can decide like, oh, this isn't that hard for me to do in our relationship. You know, I don't really like this in the dating phase. So I continue this in the relationship before we get into that relationship. We talked about that like a whole bunch before about that time frame being important. Yeah, and that definitely goes in hand where it's like on the dating episode, we definitely talked about um, how if in the early stages you've realized, oh, her love language is this and I can't do that for her or I'm not, I don't think I can commit to that. That's when you know like, okay, that's not, that we're we not meant to be together or whatever. So I think, that also plays in a part of where you realize or take the mature way and be like, okay, um, this is what this person is asking for. Because if people are more like me, I'm more open of what I want up front. I'm very vocal. So if you have a person like that and you know that you might can't give them what they need, it's just like, let's be mature enough and let's walk away or allow her to find someone that can or if you work on yourself maybe come back into the picture or something people make things harder than it gotta be but uh, most definitely um relationships take a lot of work and to play devil's advocate because we did have some of the male episodes too we got the male perspective of like dating and all the things relationships and stuff um also like if your guy like you know gifts or you like expensive stuff or not even expensive you just like gifts in like general and they think that's materialistic they don't like that or something then don't just assume that like you know he's cheap or he just doesn't want to get me stuff just like that's you guys don't match so like we said before that dating phase is just so important i agree so now I want to talk about trust within relationships. Uh, basically, if you love someone, how important it is to still implement that element of trust. I know, um, just for instance, this is like just like a random scenario. If a woman like loves her man, and he's like cheated on her, you know, multiple times, and she obviously the trust is gone from her, uh, but she loves him, so like she stays with him. Is that enough? Or do you need like that trust factor for it to like be able to work? Um, for me, uh, in my past relationship, uh, I've been cheated on 
and I found out I forgave and I feel like because of my I was young I, it was easier for me to come to gain my trust back where he didn't really have to work for it in a sense so once I forgave him for that situation that situation obviously I remember the situation but I never brought it back up I never like threw it in the face in his face or anything so as of now I don't I don't know I haven't been cheated on in a long time not to say like that was a long long time ago and uh, to me cheating is uh no you know like uh because I feel like that goes back to communication where if it was a problem or issue somewhere, we could have talked about it and worked it out or walked away before the cheating part. So um, I don't know, because to me, cheating takes a lot of work. So that's real sneaky. And it'll be hard for me to trust you because obviously you had to lie your way into doing stuff. So it's like, I'll be questioning everything. And trust is very important because you can't be by your partner 24-7. You're not going to be happy in a relationship if you don't trust your partner and if your partner don't trust you. And to me, it's very important. And that even goes with like just outside of a relationship like my sister. I love my sister, so I feel like I could trust my sister. So I tell my sister stuff that I feel like it shouldn't go nowhere else aside from where we talked about it. So I, love and trust go hand in hand to me. When you love someone, you it should be where you could trust them. Like, obviously we love just people randomly, but I mean, like when you love somebody, you know what I mean? Like on a mm-hmm. deep level, like um, you trust them. Like I love my niece. So I trust her. I trust her for her to, not do anything sneaky or steal anything from me. I could leave money on my dresser. She has access to whatever, and and I don't. Tr- I don't think that she's gonna steal it, or you know, you get what I'm saying. So trust isn't very important. I don't think you can be with someone or be friends with people that you don't trust. Cause is it real? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's very important and. Um, I don't know if I could, I don't know. That's tough. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could trust somebody once after they deceive me. I done it before. And what did they do? They deceived me again. So I don't know. What about you? What do you think? Um, first I want to, um, like shed light on what you said, like when you forgave the person or whatever in the relationship, um, you didn't throw it back in their face. I feel like that's what happens with people sometimes. Like they think that they really forgave them, but then they bring it up any chance they can. Um, so it's like, you didn't really forgive them. So I just feel like that just causes like the relationship to go downhill anyway. Um, but as for, I think you could love someone without trusting them. I'm not saying it makes it like right or it's like that person for you, but I do think you could love someone and he deceived you, lied to you and stuff before. When you could love him, it's just probably not gonna, it's not gonna work relationship-wise, but you could love him. Um, 
I haven't been in a committed relationship where I was exclusive with someone. So I can't say that I've been like cheating on anything like that. Any person I've talked to, I've um, assumed that they talk to other people too. I've only been told twice that they weren't talking to someone else. So I guess if I had found, or I guess when I did figure out that that person was, then I looked at them differently. So I would say that you can love someone, um, you could deal with them and not trust them, but it's just, you, you can't be close with that person. I don't think it would work like relationship-wise with that person. Um, but yeah, I that makes sense. Yeah, I don't feel like, the only reason why I say, I think you could love anybody, right? But I don't think that like it, it'll be a loving relationship where you, if you don't trust them, it's not like you can't be yourself. You don't feel comfortable. You can't let your guard down. You can't sit your purse down next to a person you don't trust. So, or you can't leave your phone or you won't leave them in your house if you don't trust them. Like, at least for me, I can only speak for myself. So I think trust is very important. And trust is earned, not given. I can't just give someone my trust. I have to see the loyalty or the loyalness before I could just say I trust you. So that's yeah. why I could come off as a mean person or like a um, like a because I'm just I'm not easy easily won over, and it, it, nobody has to win me over, but it's just not easy to for me and I think that you have to like you said it's earned so it's like going back to the dating phase again um I feel like you have to go into into the relationship with trust at least some level of trust of course if you date someone for years and years and years it's like built up over time so you like you know trust them even more but I feel like going into it you have to have a, at least a little bit of trust some foundation so you know during the, the few months that you guys talked before getting serious, um, if they were honest about everything, anything they ever said, like you, you know, felt you could leave them, nothing like came, you know, later that was like didn't add up for anything. Then you go into a relationship with at least a little bit of trust. Of course, it builds up more and more over time, but you need it even like going into it. I think too. Yeah, because I could say um, like it was an incident with me and my guy or whatever where. Um, it, it was some stuff that was being said or whatever by him I mean not by him about him and um his friend and I didn't know how close they were was there as well and um I ended up telling him you know we were early on like just dating or whatever so I told him like oh well you need to you know be careful around certain people or not even be careful just telling him like what was said and um, the person his friend had already told him so I don't think he would have trust me if I didn't tell him that this was being said or he I heard this or that mm-hmm. friend came back and told him before me so it was like okay let's see if she gonna call me and tell me about the incident or whatever but I did because I don't like I love when I love somebody I want to make sure they come safe and you know they know if it's snakes in around them they need to know so I feel like you write about like the trust comes somewhere in in the dating phase so I do believe 
like I stated before, uh, trust is not given, is it is earned. And you kind of earn that in the early stages of dating where you are basically being honest with the person you're dating and, and that comes in letting them know, oh, I'm dating this person. I might be talking to you, but I still have my, you know, options open and stuff. So that's where most of the trust is, you know, built in the beginning things where you feel like you can trust the person and you feel more comfortable to open up and you know pretty much like um start something with so I do believe the early on stages is where you start getting the trust at okay so since we're talking about love and everything you know love is all good sweet kind and stuff but love also comes with ugly as well like when you love someone, it'd be hard for you to let things go or even be honest with a person. So um, with that being said, do you feel that um, when you love someone, it's easier to, you know, get over fights or obstacles or how do you think that could go with love being involved? Um. So I feel like, for instance, um, if you don't love the person that you're with for some reason, don't know why you'd be with that person, whatever. Um, if you don't have love for them, if you're not in love with them, then the fight might, or the argument might go, uh, it might go more to the extreme. I feel like if you have love for someone, then you're not out to like hurt them. You're like simply, you guys are disagreeing, you're um, disagreeing about a certain situation, so you're communicating about it in um, a not so mature way, maybe yelling, whatever. But I feel like if you don't love someone, then it might escalate. You might say things to like, like to, you know, like intentionally, intentionally like hurt them, offend them. You might bring up old stuff that they're not so proud of, that type of stuff. So I feel like love can help in a situation where it won't get to like super hurtful. You can come back from stuff. Cause you know, some stuff you can't come back from like stuff that was said and stuff. So I think that love plays a part in how far the fight or the argument goes in the first place. And then I do believe um, that love can help things like go over um, easier. I'm not saying make it just, you know, completely washed away, but if you have love for someone, then you are willing to try to see where they're coming from. You're willing to um, see how your actions may have like made them feel if you don't love someone and you don't know why you're in it. Like, like I said before, um, then you, you know, you're not willing to see that. You're not willing to play devil's advocate and you might just, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I agree with you as well. Cause um, when I think about this subject or question, I think about like having a fight with my best friend or a disagreement with my best friend. Like I love her obviously. And um, because I love her, I know I don't want to make the I want I want to get past the fight we you know we can't all agree and be a one accord with everybody right so the my love and for her and the um what's the word I'm looking for like the, I cherish her and my friendship with her it allows me to not take everything to heart because I'm easily able to cut people off like you know so me knowing that I cherish our friendship and and I 
love her or whatever. I don't want, I'm not going to let some small be an in factor in our relationship. And as far as like loving up my guy or something, um, I definitely think love plays a part in why I fight so hard for whenever we, because it is so easy to be like, oh, I'm done. It's, oh, like it's easy to say that yeah feelings be attached or whatever like that it's so easy to give up I feel like a lot of people like oh it's it's easy to walk away or whatever which is true like I, I agree but um I do think love definitely helps with the situation of sticking it out knowing that like okay you love this person so the, uh, valid, being okay with them not agreeing with you or being okay with their opinion on a certain subject because me and me and my boyfriend we <laughs> we have a lot of debates we definitely be on the opposite side of things a lot of times when it comes to certain situations or whatever so just allowing people to have their own opinion and being okay and being mature about knowing that everybody's not going to agree with you or whatever so love plays a part with me in that because i easily just be like i'm done okay whatever this person talks stupid or whatever like on facebook i could block a person in a minute if i don't like what they saying and i don't want to see what they saying on i could block them but with love you when you already love someone it ain't that easy so yeah love definitely uh helped me fight my battles wisely and I do agree, like, um, when you love someone, like what you said, you're not going to go to the extreme of, like, in the argument, you're not going to hit below the bell where you know you can't take that back. Because, yeah, words are just words, but words sit places sometimes. And it's like some stuff you can't take back. And it's like, if you could dare say that, that means you believe that, you know, in a sense. So, yeah. Okay, so. That's all we have for love today um, in regards to love languages, loving people, trust, arguments, all that stuff. That's all we have for today. Make sure to tune in Sundays for Sister Talks. Follow our social medias, um, Sister Talks 07. And make sure you listen to our podcast on our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Bye.